He was stooping to kiss her when Van Helsing motioned him back. No, he whispered. Not yet. Hold her hand. It will comfort her more. So Arthur took her hand and knelt beside her, and she looked her best, with all the soft lines matching the angelic beauty of her eyes. Then gradually her eyes closed, and she sank to sleep. For a little bit, her breast heaved softly, and her breath came and went like a tired child's. And then, insensibly, there came the strange change which I had noticed in the night. Her breathing grew stertuous. The mouth opened, and the pale gums drawn back made the teeth look longer and sharper than ever. In a sort of sleep-waking, vague, unconscious way, she opened her eyes, which were now dull and hard at once, and she said in a soft, voluptuous voice, such as I had never heard from her lips, Arthur, oh, my love, I am so glad you have come. Kiss me. Arthur bent eagerly over to kiss her, but at that instant Van Helsing, who, like me, had been startled by her voice, swooped upon him and, catching him by the neck with both hands, dragged him back with a fury of strength which I had never thought he could have possessed, and actually hurled him almost across the room. "'Not on your life,' he said. "'Not for your living soul and hers.' And he stood between them like a lion at bay. Arthur was so taken aback that he did not for a moment know what to do or say. And before any impulse of violence could seize him, he realized the place and the occasion, and stood silent, waiting. I kept my eyes fixed on Lucy, as did Van Helsing, and we saw a spasm as of rage flit like a shadow over her face. The sharp teeth clamped together, her eyes closed, and she breathed heavily. 